Sky, and welcome to all our hearts and minds. Thank you again for tuning in. We're here to discuss all things that have been on our hearts and minds. The good, the bad, the concerning, and uplifting, or just straight talk. We're your hosts, Kimmy, our passionate heart. Yeah, yeah. And me, Jeanette, our mind and chronic overthinker. Let's get into it. Please, and thanks. Another week. We reach, we reach. Another week. Listen. How have you been? Like, let's do our little checkup. How are you yeah. feeling? How are you feeling? Spirit um, is in good spirits and everything? Yes, everything's been, you know, it's been pretty good. I can't complain, to be quite honest. Um, Been doing a little bit more shopping for the wedding and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So things are starting to come together. They're starting to come together. Uh, just the way I envision it. But overall, the week wasn't that bad, you know. Um, I only went into the office once this week, which was nice. Oh, um, But next week, I'll be in there for three days. This is a new <laughs> hybrid that they have going on, you know. Uh, so I guess they're trying to get back to normal. But it's still summer hours type thing, you know. Like, mm-hmm. things are not really popping too, too tough. We're busy, but, you know, it could be a lot worse. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I find that. generally summers, like, you know, everybody has a, a mindset where it's like, yes, we have to work, but it's also summer. <laughs> right? So people just take it like you're working, but I feel like people, like, give you a little bit more grace in the summer, you know? Like, you get people going summer vacations, family stuff, schools out, all type of things happen where we're just not you know, the grind isn't as intense as, as normal, I find, in, in, in the summers, um, which always appreciated. Um, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, sounds like you're, you know, mm-hmm. everything's going good. Mm-hmm. Wedding stuff is on, on the go, and you don't sound, you sound in good spirits. You don't sound stressed, so everything is good, I guess. Yeah, I'm just trying to take one day, literally. One at day time. at a time. You know that song that Jamaica, there's a song, there's a gospel, it's, I think it's a country song, but Jamaican people love to sing it, because one day at a time, sweet Jesus, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah, I um, So, mm-hmm. when those times happen, sing that to yourself. So... <laughs> Exactly. Um, so how you been? How what's going on with you? Uh my week was pretty good considering that I got the vidi vidi bang bang. I got yeah, the vid. Miss Rona. Miss Rona <laughs> got me. <laughs> yes, man. Finally She's got me. Finally rounds. got me <laughs> caught up with me. <laughs> She's making her rounds. Yo, she is making Miss Rona is making her rounds, boy. There is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because the fact that I got got <laughs> has to be making the rounds. Making the um, rounds. Yeah, I just, it, it wasn't until I actually got it where I, I then I started noticing, like, the, because the, I completely just wiped it from my mind. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but I mean, not in a neg- in an ignorant way, but in a way where I'm not really paying attention. It's like, it's just something that's there. And mm-hmm. I'm living, and it's just there, and that's life, right? And then it's not until I got it, and then I saw the news, or like, yeah, that new subvariant of Omicron is is having another wave right now, and so mm-hmm. I got I got licked with it. Um, but fortunately, it was not anything crazy. It's 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 typical standard stay home with a cold type of situation, and so yeah, and I'm feeling much better today. It's Which about week. I a am week. A- 
I am very thankful for. I'm glad yeah, this so just well. mm-hmm. and then so I was just home. I was working, but I was taking it easy. Kept everything to a minimum. Canceled anything that was like not super important, and just kept my meetings that you know were high high importance, and just mm-hmm. rested up. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, all good. And my my mom, you know, parents parents are gonna parent. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and every, yep. every day my dad calls me twice in the one in the morning one in the evening take your buckleys he's like Jeanette Aww. take the buckleys <laughs> right take the buckleys in the morning and in the evening and then I hear my oh my god it's terrible like it's literally my body like literally convulses like so disgusting but um job it does the job it it does. D- yeah i get it definitely clears up that congestion and, and you know it's good you have to like i'm not gonna lie like i hit the minute i noticed i was like not feeling right i was hitting myself with the the remedies the gargle salt water the ginger the the garlic the, the lemon out every concoction that they have i had a little i had a little touch of rum left had yes. some every little thing was going yes. on over here, <laughs> so that's why by the thir- where we had all these medicines. What do you think we? Yeah, used oh to yeah, do? I was like hitting yeah. myself with the remedies. <laughs> yeah, and I swear they're the ones that actually really help. You know, because no, I eat- honestly like I feel like there's nothing better like salt water. Mm-hmm. If there's anything you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. outside of you know like you know get your lemon and ginger or whatever but the salt water kills bacteria so especially when you feel any the minute i feel any itch in my throat mm-hmm. i start gargling because there's nothing worse than the sore throat like i won't get it let it go past an itch mm-hmm. um, or a scratch mm-hmm. whatever they call it but anyway mm-hmm. i made it through i'm healthy had a decent Amen. week all things considered mm-hmm. and uh yeah we're here for another episode this week we kept I kept it light with the headlines, but when we were doing our pre-show meeting, we didn't talk about this. But I did want to call out and say a prayers up, a rest in peace to those people and victims of the Highland Park shooting that happened in I believe it was Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for it, the Fourth yeah. of July, oh. I believe it's Chicago, and there was a young man who had a, an assault rifle and randomly just shot it at Minnesota. people. Was it Minnesota? Yeah, Minnesota. I'm checking that now. I want to comp- it's Illinois. So yeah, Highland Illinois. Park, Illinois. It's, I think it's somewhere outside of uh Chicago, but it's in the state right, of Illinois. Right, right. And uh yeah, so just want to shout that out. Very senseless mm-hmm. killing and you know there's a toddler that lost both his parents. A, a daughter, a 23-year-old who lost, who had to run away from her mother. It's very very uh Tragic, uh, senseless, and senseless, and nobody, everybody came out to enjoy their 4th of July, and, uh, you know, I believe it's about mm, nine people dead, and many Lord people Jesus. wounded. Lord God. Woo! Yeah. And also want to shout out um, the victim of another police shooting, Jalen, um, or Walker, Jalen Walker. That's another one I saw that we didn't talk about but i just want to acknowledge it's like we just been going through so much with this and like again we get a video of a young man like it was a traffic stop and they shot him 90 times and he was hit 60 and this is for a traffic stop the young man he did run away but i mean i'm not even trying to justify anything but 
No, for those who, tr- but for those who do try to justify, for those who do try to justify this, first of all, sixty shots. Even if he had a gun, even he didn't have one, and it was clear he didn't have one. But even if he did have one, still shame on the police. Sixty. But here's the thing with that though, Jeanette. Right? Is that these cops are trained? They're trained that if they mm-hmm. need to, they'll kill. That if they need to, they'll, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Get you down to the floor. Shoot to kill. Yes. Well, shoot to kill or shoot to debilitate. Yeah, like you should be able to shoot somebody in their leg or something to take them down. Right. Yeah. They're neutralized. 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 There we go. Why is it 90 Mm. when it could really only take one or two? Why did like, why did eight officers have to shoot? Like you just acting like this is this a ramble? <laughs> like what's happening like, here? Sorry, my language, but it just it just it just rubs me the wrong way because we're constantly seeing this. It's on all the yeah, time, and, and 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 I'm sorry, but they're not even trying to hide it. They're not even trying to cover it up. They're not even trying to do better. They're not trying to retrain. They're not trying to use the tactics that they're taught. It's just getting to the point where ninety rounds. Really? Yeah, it's actually it's sickening. The boy must have like, that's like why I didn't even really. Yeah, and you know what? The sickest part of that is, on top of that, they arrested his lifeless body. They put handcuffs Can on his imagine? lifeless body. And I'm just like ninety hmm. rounds. It's like I feel like you're trying to send a message. Like this isn't even like this is what like, I'm trying what to is say. This? This is exactly what I'm trying to say, Jeanette. And you know what? I really didn't want to get into the story, but I just didn't feel right not to bring it up. But because, like, I don't want to get upset and, like, think about, like, it's just like, what? This is sick. This is like you did this on purpose. Like, this to me is like you're, you know, the the police of Ohio or, you know, I believe it's Ohio. Akron, Ohio is where it happened. Like, what are you trying to say? So. We don't care. Um. That's what they we don't get. really care, motherfuckers. What, and somebody needs to get fired or charged. Actually, forget fired. Somebody needs to be charged. Like at least two, it's, uh, it's becoming to the point that mm-hmm. it's like they don't. They're not even trying to hide it no more. Like they have it so in our face. <coughs> it's mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. Like it's getting to the point where we have to do a clean sweep of the entire police force. Like I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't understand why you're not using the the training. it's a senseless killing it's a traffic stop the worst that he could have done at that point in time was what blow a light like really Mm. 90 shots sorry that can't be justifiable to me um and whoever else decided to join in on the 90 shots may god have you know mercy on your soul because it wasn't necessary you were the, the the seventh man wasn't necessary to draw his gun Mm. The sixth man, the fifth man, they weren't necessary to draw their gun, but they did. So, you know, it's disturbing in that way. But anyway, let's move on and get all this. Yeah, let's move on. We, just, I just, we want to acknowledge those lives. Uh, whew. Yeah, but so I was going to talk about a couple of Toronto or local news up in Canada. Um, first of all, I guess you suffered it maybe yes, yesterday sure or... Yeah, the mm-hmm. Rogers Wireless Internet Services for people who don't know, or you're in the U.S. or outside of Canada. <clears throat> in Canada, we have a probably three companies 
have a monopoly on our wireless or mobile service here in Canada, unfortunately. And I hope this will be a signal of this changing. And one of the major, major suppliers, which is Rogers, uh, they, their service went out and the country, mostly Toronto was in a tizzy. (laughs) No internet. Can you imagine a whole day without internet? So how was your day? I I was fortunate enough not to rely on Rogers. Okay, here's what, here's the, here's the, the, what I wanted to say about this. Now, for me, I do use my cell phone, but I'm not attached to it by the hip. Mm -hmm. Now, Mm -hmm. there's a lot going on in my life right now with planning this wedding and doing all these extra stuff and working and being a mom. And so Mm -hmm. I need access to my phone. I need access for people to call me there. I can't have no delay. So the good thing in my day, and I like to look at the good side of things sometimes because it helps you keep sane. And that is, I was working from home. So I have Bell at home. And so I was able to still access the internet. I was able to still email people. I was able to do all those things. However, calling NASA from around 7.30 in the morning. I'm like, what's wrong with my phone, bro? What's going on? <laughs> called Rogers year. Um, (laughs) and sure enough, I couldn't do none of the kind. So I couldn't call. I couldn't text. I couldn't get emails. Even if, even when I used my Wi-Fi at home, I was only able to email and get Mm -hmm. emails. And that was it. I wasn't able to call. Um, I found out later in the evening that I could use WhatsApp to call But it didn't occur to me during the day. So while being at home, I, you know, I kept in contact with my uh, daughter's school because that was the most nerve wracking Mm -hmm. was not being able to, if they need me, I'm available. Right. And uh, so I didn't like that about Rogers and their nonsense. But what really perplexed me was the response that Rogers gave to their customers. It was so telltale. And what it told me was they couldn't give a shit. You understand? They couldn't so give what a were shit. So why, why do you say that? What did they say? I say that because they did not keep anybody updated. It's It went out from like 7, 6 in the morning. And mm-hmm. nothing was said until well until like 11, 12 o'clock in the day. Mm. So hello, don't you think that we should know, like, you should have yeah. published immediately that. Immediately, like, they, they, they should have tweeted that. Immediately, when you notice that the core system is being, is, is malfunctioning or whatever the case might be. Um, so not having that ability really said something to me, and that is, I need to call Bell, and I need to... um sign up with a plan with bell because yeah i um, think they lost a lot of customers yesterday they lost a shit ton of no word of a lie for almost 17 years Mm. okay i've been with them for a long time when they first came out and i've been a loyal customer i've had to deal with hours of countless hours of nonsense with them and bell is no better Bella's no better. They're feisty because they understand that they are the ones that have the towers here in Canada. They have mm. the towers. And everybody buys the towers from them. So they have a stinkness mm. to them. They have a feistiness, you know, a hierarchy to this thing. And Bell's on top. So they know they're not that much better in terms of customer service. But in terms of service, the quality there's of service, no way yeah. that this would happen with Bell. And they would wait that long to respond to people. 
they they couldn't because the yeah. towers are being bought from Bell. So if anything happens, everybody would be knocked out. Rogers, yeah. Tellus, everybody would be knocked out. Fido, everybody would be knocked out if something happened with Bell. So they have to respond quickly. So I didn't I didn't like the lack of response or and when they did respond, you don't know nothing about nothing. And it's like, bro, I need you to have in this time figured out what the hell is the problem. But later in the evening, you know, um, after I got my daughter, I felt a lot better. But for the mm. most part, you know, people are out in the streets. I had to go over to the gas station and beside the gas station is McDonald's. People are outside the McDonald's. Yeah, there, yeah, I saw outside of the Starbucks. Yeah, it was crazy. Everybody. Um, <laughs> but that to me just says that, like, yeah, the monopoly that the big the big telco companies have in Canada on wireless services and even c- cable television has always been a crime to me. Um, and I hope this is a reason for the government and whoever le- whoever regulates them to to, to really right. get off of their ass and bring in more competition we need more competition and better quality service in canada instead of these three main companies and not so just... damn expensive because yeah, that's we... where the competition would help we would bring well, down exactly, the prices definitely. um yeah. okay so we were talking about the horrors of the ttc a couple weeks ago with an incident where a woman, a random woman got lit on fire just on a bus the other day. I can't remember the station. I believe it might be the same station what I'm about to talk about here. And that's at Kipling station, Kipling subway station. There was a random assault on an 85 year old woman. Like really? So a man assaulted her by hitting, um, I think he punched her and, uh, excuse me. He hit her, um, in in the station, actually, you know, he said she said the woman was punched in the face. An eighty five year old, a young man, well, maybe not young, but he's definitely younger. Punch an eighty five year old woman in the station, like, and oh, the chaos! I cannot believe what's going on. And actually, it is the same station. Kipling Station was a woman, yeah. the one where the woman was lit on fire and i just saw here that the woman later died of her injuries so that woman that we talked about a couple weeks ago who got lit on fire at a ttc bus actually that later died of her injuries wow um ttc uh, i don't know what's happening but maybe we need some more security i don't know what's happening with mental health uh people it's getting wild out here it's getting wild out here Um, it's getting wild out here and i feel like we have to have more grace for each other yeah, like, but I mean, there's grace, but what do you do when you have somebody who literally is walking up to people and just like punching them in the face? I don't, this well, goes this past is the grace. thing. Well, this is, the, um, <clears throat> you know, okay, when I was growing up, TTC was very cheap, it was cheap mm-hmm. to ride. Yeah, now it has, you know, the price to go on the tr- like one trip is almost four bucks. Yeah, and I much. just don't see all of what that pays for because there should be some sort of a security system of some kind that at one point I remember growing up, they had like TTC cops that were undercover mm-hmm. and that were on the train. Yeah, I think that's what we need driving back and forth and all of this. Mm-hmm. I just feel like something has to be done. I mean, they hike up the price so that they can extend the, the, the TTC. Service. Really? That's mm-hmm. what they did that for. But oh, okay. We need to, we need to, 
maybe allocate some funds towards security. And yeah. what I want to what I want to uh, also think about is not just the victims, but can you imagine the bus driver? Yeah, can, yeah, because you're just trying to, you know, you're behind a very heavy vehicle, okay, mm. that has tons of passengers. Any, you know, little mistake could cause a really huge accident on the road. Just the simple fact of that chaos going on while the bus driver is trying to drive. I, mm. I couldn't, like, that is PTSD right there. Like, that right there, yeah. mm. him having to, you know, or her having to deal with that. Um, but there definitely needs to be some security. And I did see a news clip on um, one of our local stations, and they were saying that they are going to, you know, enforce more security at Kipling Station because all of this has been happening. And I, I don't think it's a bad idea. And another another thing that I wanted to mention is maybe we need to, you know, look into like our, our mental health. Like you said, mm. we need to put money into that now. Like we need to help, you know, get out on these streets. And instead of trying to throw people into jail, maybe they need to, we need to find another way. You know what I mean? Because this is obviously a mental health situation where you would think it's okay to punch an 85-year-old woman. There's <laughs> obviously an issue. So, you know, I'm I'm really sad to hear that the story we were talking about a few weeks, that lady has succumbed to her injury because um, she was just riding the bus. Just a regular schmegular somebody. And... Now she's gone. And it's uh it's a real challenge because this is not the Canada that I know. You know, it's changed mm. quite a bit. And I know the time that we're in, people are desperate, they're hungry, they're mm -hmm. you know, yep. going through a lot and I and I get that. I get that, but this is not going to solve anything. It you know, it's only going to make it worse. So um it will give a lot of people and I I thought about this dynamic and I'll I'll done with this, but the dynamic of people who have to use the TTC to go into their job can now say, well, this is another reason why I want to stay home. This is another reason why I don't want to have to travel into work. And that hybrid model <laughs> will go from two days to one. Um, <laughs> but anywho, it, it's sad, but you know what? I hope that the 85 year old woman will be okay. Mm -hmm. And, um, that the person, cause I feel, I, I believe I heard that the person is still at large and they're still yeah, trying to, they got a good them. video. They got a good quality video of him. I don't think he's going to be, uh, no, I don't think gonna he's going to be free him. for a long time. Yeah. No, they'll catch him soon. But anywho. Okay. So let's move on to something a little bit more fun. Please. Untouch. We didn't get to record last week. So we wanted to talk about the BT awards and do just a quick recap. Um, I'll just go through some of my performances highlights for me. I was going to start with Lizzo, I believe opened the show and she, you know, Lizzo is a quintessential performer. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's never going to disappoint and her song about damn time is actually, I haven't talked about it yet, but I have to give her props. That's actually an amazing single. If you want to be in a good it really mood. Is. Um, it really is. It's fun. a really fun, she's going to give yeah. you us one thing Lizzo could do is give us a bop. 
And she really did. And she performed it. And she looked amazing with her gold disco ball. Yes. There was some people, there was some, I think, I don't know if it was blogs or social media, but people were trying to say like, oh, some people weren't feeling it, right? But I went, before we we recorded, we started recording, I actually went back to look at the performance. And when she came out, everybody was standing. Because I saw clips where maybe saw a couple of people standing and most people sitting down on their phone. I'm like, well, that's not what I saw on TV, right? So I don't know. I don't know. They tried to play Lizzo, and I'm like, I think Lizzo needs to not go to the BT Awards anymore. I mean, she always goes, and I think that's because she respects the institution. But I don't know if she's getting the respect back. And, uh, like, I wouldn't be mad if she pulled a Nikki and a Beyonce and didn't go anymore. Like People are going to attack Lizzo because she likes them. Sorry. Like people yeah, are no, and, and the blogs. Gonna... Yeah, she didn't say anything. She it wasn't her. She wasn't criticized. But no, I think but I think it was because a... in the past she has. In okay. the past she has, and it's like people are just they're gonna try to push her buttons, you know. Um, I think mm-hmm. her performance was awesome. I thought she's a very yeah, talented she's you know, she's a really she good performer. Talent, and I can yep. appreciate that. I can get down with that. You know. Then the mm-hmm. second highlight for me came a little bit later. I don't know how I feel like, but okay. So Diddy had his, uh, they get, they gave an icon award, um, to our legendary music, um, award to Diddy lifetime achievement award. Sorry. And he performed and it was actually, it was really good. I mean, I was like surprised. I'm like, Diddy didn't get one of these already, but uh, <laughs> maybe, right. But anyway, he got a BT lifetime award and uh, he performed all his big songs. He did uh, the song with, uh, he did something with, what's his name? The guy from Belize, Shine, the mm-hmm. guy with the voice. I just call him the guy with the voice. Of course, Busta, Pasa Kavosi, amazing. When Busta hits the stage, it's never going to be a disappointment. Lil Kim came on. Lil Kim came on. She was a mess. I hate to say it, but Hot she was a mess. mess. <laughs> I hate to say it, but. It's a hot um, mess. Mm. I just, uh, I don't know. And then I'm he sorry, did. Fa- you done fucked up yeah. your face, bro. You done, yeah. you done messed Oof. up your face, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like that K. Michelle type of situation. You messed up your face, man. Yeah, at least K. Michelle, like K. Michelle went off, but at least K. Michelle hasn't, it's <laughs> yeah. not K. Michelle, but it's a nice face. It's a very nice face. Oh, it's a Lord. unique face. Little Kim's face. Well on Kim. Like when she no, she's, she's too looked, small. You know, it just looks yeah. like a lot. You know, the hips. Uh, she shouldn't have done the body work because it's just like I don't know. You know, what? I'm not going to say anything about people modifying their body. We've talked enough about it, but it's like I think she just has true. And I think one time we even had a whole workout, I believe, on on Lil Kim mm-hmm. and her body dysmorphia. But uh, it's just body dysmorphia. She's ill. She's very much yes, not ill in a good way. Know. Ill in a yeah. mentally ill way. All the best to her, though. And so, yes. anyway, the other standout was, which I found weird. I don't know if you saw the clip, but I, where he, he brought out Faith Evans and he did that big song that he did when Biggie died, I'll Be Missing yeah. You. Mm-hmm. And it was really beautiful. And he and he he dedicated it to his, to his, ex, uh, his baby mother who yeah. passed away, Kim Porter, yeah. um, which is, you know, a beautiful video montage or whatever. Beautiful woman, and, yeah. And then he went on to thank every woman in his damn life, but the one except, he's with. In his damn life, except the one he's dating now, as well as, and I'm not going to get into that now. Maybe that's a next week episode. And 
also he didn't thank his kids but i don't think like i think he was drunk to be honest like because he was saying some weird things like he thanked cassie who's a married to another man right now thank you like that was tacky you, to me who that you was like really tacky Let's just put it straight because Diddy, you even if you it. wanted to, even if you he wanted to drop her name, like hotcakes, got with the, the the fitness trainer dude, and had babies and got married, and she's happy. Mm. She's happy. So even if you wanted to name drop her, fine. But he's like he went out of his way to say like it was really weird. So, but anyway, he deserved it. But also, I feel like a lot of people have been talking about how Diddy like was very what's the word not scam artist but like he yeah, didn't he really treat his artist. he didn't treat no, his artists really well no, it's no, kind no. of like a gray area but he definitely you know he has also made his impact on the culture so i'm not going to say he doesn't deserve he it has, but it's but you know what i feel like he rode the coattails of a lot of people who made the culture what it is mm-hmm. i feel like you know uh, listen, I'm from back in the day when Diddy just came out, where he was mm. Puffy, okay? Mm-hmm. Not no P. Diddy, Diddy Daddy, whatever. Okay, <laughs> I'm talking about Puffy, okay? And him in the back doing a little bop up and down. Mm-hmm. The yeah, that's bop. the day that I know of Puffy. And for mm. me, he rode the coattails of the people who made it, like mm-hmm. Biggie Smalls, like mm-hmm. Craig Mack for a big for a little while, for a little, mm. little, little touch. But he did definitely, and a little bit with Mary J. Blige, but he oh, did yeah. definitely um, monopolize off of their impact on the culture because it wasn't necessarily Puffy. You know, he was the background dude. And as a matter of fact, in the early 90s when Puffy was really something, really to talk about, they would clown him. Everybody would clown him, but I'm not going to knock him for what he has accomplished because he has accomplished a lot. But you know what? With all the billions of dollars that you have and millions of dollars that you have, can you go back and pay all them people like the band? Can you go pay them people? Can you give them a little money? You know, give them their royalties, give them their masters, give them their whatever. Like, come on, you done made the big, the big bucks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the only part of Puffy that I don't particularly like. Um, I can see that he's a savage businessman, and mm-hmm. that's great. But, you know, you you stepped on a lot of people to get where you are right now. So I find it hard to accept the tribute the way it was. But I will say one thing about Puffy, P. Diddy, Brother Love, is that <laughs> he will make sure he brings the whole lineup on the stage. He made sure he brings up everybody that was on bad boy that was involved with bad boy. He brings them up on the stage and I'll give him that. Um, if you were one of the good acts, you know, um, the other or ones, the people that are still talking to him because it was well, very that, blatant that Mace wasn't there. And we know Mace was a big part of bad boy. Yeah, is still trying to get his money. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, this is where I have a hard time. Like I I'm in a rough, you know, between a rock and a hard place with P Diddy here. Because <laughs> he is like, he's a savage businessman. Yo, he had his hustle. He had his grind. You know, from the clothing line to us, the big, big things this man did do. However, you didn't get there by yourself. You know what I'm saying? You stepped on a lot of people to get there. One thing I have to I have to make sure we talk about is yes. why the hell 
is Kanye up on the damn <laughs> That's stage. exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> like a damn terrorist. Like, I can't. <laughs> he was hardly breathing. He couldn't even breathe. <laughs> breathing heavy and shit. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I know oh, you're man. trying to be this big fashion somebody. I, I get it. But, like, can I at least see your item? Like, can I at least see your item? I don't know. You look like a mad terrorist. Is it really you under there, Kanye? You're looking a little buffer than you usually do. Is that really you? I don't know. It could be anybody um, under then- there. Shoot. Another two two more cool movements movements that I wanted to call out that were pretty fun. Jack Harlow brought out Brandy because you remember yes. we were talking about Jack Harley there was that joke. Well, not a yes. joke. He really he didn't know that Raging was. Yeah, oh yeah, he is. And I actually went back to listen to his album again, and I'm like, yeah, he's a solid artist. Like, I, he definitely deserves like the props he's getting. No, no, no doubt about it. And then Big Lotto came out with Miss. Mariah Carey, MC. Push up, Mariah. Um, up. Yeah. Mariah had to hold the man's hand for a good five like minutes. Move a limb, Bridget, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think her heels were too high or something, so she had to use the support of one of the male dancers. But that was really cool. I really enjoyed um, what I saw of the BT Awards. It's just getting better, yeah. better and better every year. So that was it. Um, and quickly, before we move into our first segment... Um, Oprah Winfrey, I just saw this. Her father passed away at the age of 89. I believe it was today I saw that. And I was just going to call it out because it was this a few, I think it was last week. I saw her celebrating her dad's birthday on Instagram. And she was saying, you know, we had to, I wanted to surprise him because you don't know how many more days, you know, or because he's very sick. And I guess a week later after his 89th birthday, Oprah's father passed away. He was a former councilman in Nashville and also a deacon in the church. Um, if he's a father of Oprah, I'm sure he was a stand-up man. Um, right. So just shouting that out. And before now, we will go into our first segment, mm-hmm. which is Wagwan for Real. <laughs> In this segment, we talk about stories that just don't add up, don't make much sense to us, and we ask the question, Wagwan for Real? And so (laughs) this week, I wanted to talk about a major headline that I saw this week that included mostly Macy Gray, as well as Bette Midler, and some comments that they said on Twitter and on television. Mm -hmm. Um, So Macy Gray appeared on the Piers Morgan show, and I don't really remember the question, but she said, Macy Gray came on and said, Morgan said, okay, the question that Morgan had asked her is, we're in an era now, basically, where most public figures are too terrified to say what they think a woman is. And then Macy Gray came back. I know. I'd say a human being with boobs. <laughs> she said that very blunt. I saw the clip. I was like, okay, Macy. We have to know, we have to take what Macy says with a grain of salt as well, because, you know, I don't know. She's always been a bit quirky, right? You have to start there. And a vagina, that's that's getting con- getting confusing. And then she does go on to say, and I will say this, and everyone's going to hate me, but as a woman, just because you go and change your parts doesn't make you a woman. Sorry. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that for a fact. Like, if you want me to call you a her or she, I will, because that's what you want. 
but that doesn't make you a woman just because I call you her and just because you got surgery. So that is a comment Macy Gray said that has her in trouble, I guess, this week. And the cancel committee is, you know, coming for her. And then Bette Midler had a tweet that said, women of the world, we are stripped of our rights over our bodies, our lives, even our name. They don't call us women anymore. They call us mm-hmm. birthing people or menstruators and peep even people with vaginas. Don't let them erase you. Every human on earth owes you. So I think this is coming back and these type of sentiments, which some people would call turf sentiments, especially mm-hmm. if you're like of the trans community. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just speaking out of my ma- my ass here people just commenting on what i'm seeing but i think because of the role versus wave thing i feel like your identity of a, as a woman is very very important because women are the one who are suffer who are going to suffer with this the the reversal of or the dismantling of the role versus wade constitutional right and I think that's why this whole definition of a woman is coming up again. And personally, I'm, I would like to be standard corrected, but from what I'm mm-hmm. seeing, I don't really see much of the trans community like speaking up against this whole Roe versus Wade thing. And I think that's mm-hmm. where I feel this contention. That's my opinion. That's my assumption. I can, you know, I think the conversation is ongoing, but I could do feel like, now that women's rights are under attack, those who identify as women or, or you know, mm-hmm. what, what, what are you saying? Like, <laughs> well, you see your... <laughs> well, here's how I feel about it is that mm-hmm. first I want to, so here I'm going to take it in the tiered system. First, mm-hmm. I feel like God is love. And so, so we should show love mm-hmm. for everybody. Yes. And so me calling you she when you're not a she or, you know, referring to you as a woman, it's because I genuinely want you to be happy and want yes. you to be comfortable in the situation. And I'm going to show you grace and love in that way. Yes. Let's not get it twisted. Okay. Let's not get it twisted. I am the blueprint. Okay. I am a woman. I was born a woman i have female genitalia i have a reproductive system and that's what mm-hmm. biologically qualifies me to be a woman and i'm gonna call myself and your that. and your xy chromosomes exactly exactly mm-hmm. that too that plays a strong factor if we want to get deeper <laughs> into biology um you know uh but mm-hmm. no but for real for real yeah for real yeah. I, i'm not gonna take away from how you identify and that's why i'm gonna show you grace and love uh but i'm not gonna pretend though as though i am not a, the classification of what a woman is i'm not gonna do that for you mm-hmm. and i think if the trans community has grace and love for us being heterosexual women, then this would be a lot easier of something that we can overcome. But if you feel like I should extend that to you and not the other way around, Bette Midler is, she is very correct. We are being, the woman 
is being erased from our identities. Whether we want to believe it or not, it is. We're being told with Roe versus Wade of how our body is supposed to be used and when. And now we have the trans, the trans community now telling us that they're not going to call us what our biological name would be. Right. Mm -hmm. And I have a problem with that because it's not extending the same grace that is expected. You can't expect what you're not willing to give. So if you are not willing to understand that I am biologically a woman and I should be identified as such, then you shouldn't have a problem when people like Macy Gray or Bette Midler have something different to say about this whole um, topic. Now, I've told you before, and we talked about it before, I have a real hard time rocking with this whole, you know, feminist uh, woman's movement to some level, because mm -hmm. when the time comes to defend me as a woman in this struggle, I don't get that same, I don't get that same reciprocation. You understand? And I'm of a different sector of the woman's movement. Um, and so with that being said, if anybody other than a biological woman that has a uterus, that has a vagina, that has, you know, fat deposits in their chest, okay? It, mm -hmm. If if you can't if you can't give me that and extend me that grace and humility, then we don't really have much to talk about. We don't really have mm. much to discuss. And I don't care who wants to come from me on that. Um, as a Christian, I believe that God made a man and he made a woman. Now, what you feel like in that body, I can't identify with that. Mm -hmm. Only you can. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be kind to you in that identification. And you should be kind to me in mine. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. So don't try to call me baby maker uh, menstrual cycle, whatever, whatever the words that, no, I'm a woman. And mm. it's funny how you want the word to be applied to you, but you want to call me something other than, and let's just be quite honest here. I'm a and I know people are going to come from my neck on this, but I'm not the other. Let's just put it like that. I'm not the other of this equation. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I'm not the other, you know? And <laughs> so that's how I feel about that. Macy Gray, yeah. you're funny as hell. Like, I can't even deal with you. You pop up out of no damn place. I don't know where the hell you came no from, but you know what? <laughs> out of no damn place. But is it, I can't even hear about Macy Gray no more. But <laughs> my girl has comments. And you know what? Hey, they're of an older generation. And I think there also has to be um, an understanding that that generation, there's a cold, hard line of who's a woman and who's a man. If they extend grace to that sector, then that's, that's different. It's because they want to, they're showing you love. They're showing you kindness, mm -hmm. respect, but yeah. don't get it twisted. Like, don't get it twisted. They, there's a, there's a very hard line, you know? Um, and so the trans community, we love you. We do for whoever you mm -hmm. identify with. Mm -hmm. But I identify myself as what the biological term is. And that's woman. And that's it. I am a woman. I am a woman. I'm, I, I, use the cis. Use the cis. I'm the woman. I'm the blueprint. 
You know, I'm sorry. But I am. I'm the blueprint and you was a sis. So, like, like, let's not, yeah, you know. I get your and, point. And I don't I think get your that point. should be an attack. Like, I don't think you should no, try no, to no. attack And I think that's, that's, like, that's where I, and that's where I feel kind of bad for um, these two women, um, Macy Gray and Bet, like they're coming under heavy, heavy fire and criticism. I'm just like, you ha- like we have to just, like you said, Grace, like we need to understand where they're coming from. Like, do you understand what's happening here, especially in their country, in the United States? Like you, you need to understand why there's a fear of them even removing that, like you said, not title, but that part of their identity. Don't call mm-hmm. me a menstruator. I'm more than a menstruator. Like, I'm a woman. How dare you? Like, who the hell? Um, At least I can But, like, I hope that um, this dies over. <laughs> Don't tell me. Don't <laughs> tell me. <laughs> I, I, I hope Don't this me. dies over quickly for them. And, you know, again, it's it's so funny. I was I was listening to... um, I was on Netflix earlier today, and uh, Dave Chappelle, um, he recently got... It was like a, a 30 minute thing that he did on anything he does. It looks like Netflix capitalize, capitalizes on, but he was remember his school gate was going to name a theater after him. And then all the controversy that happened with his last special, the mm-hmm. students and all this backlash, um, they tried to take, take that away, but then they, they eventually they did give him the honor and the cool thing, spoiler alert, um, is that he ends it saying, I don't, I'm not ready for this to be named after me yet especially considering, you know, everything that's happened in the last year. But this is a name I do want it to have um, for now, which it was the Theater of Artistic Freedom and Expression. And the point he's bringing there, especially if you think of the context of The Closer and everything that happened there, and even what we're talking about and the backlash that um, these two women are facing, we're so fortunate both us here, you and I in Canada, and Bette Midler and Macy Gray over in the U.S., mm-hmm. we live in a country where you can say something about your government. Thank you. About the religious institutions. Mm-hmm. About the person, your next door neighbor. and it's called not a democracy, based. damn it. Yes, we're free. <laughs> okay. We're in a free world. We're in the free world where you can say something and nobody will kidnap in you in the night and because you make a comment on whatever community or even a political figure. You can say fuck you to the president and leak, go into your bed and sleep comfortably at night. Um, <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> no, at the, for, at the very least, military isn't going to kidnap you and put you in jail. Um, mm. So we should cherish the fact that we have that everybody. So just like Bette Midler and Macy Gray may something that say something that upsets this community. Mm-hmm. You as a community could say something as well, right? She's not, they're not directing at you as an individual, but you as individuals mm-hmm. are attacking these people. And it's just like, why can't we just say what we have to say? And if we don't disagree, if we disagree, say we disagree and leave it there. Just leave it there. Everybody, everybody has different opinions it's just like, I don't know. The world is crazy. But I understand where they're coming from and I'm giving them grace. Maybe I I get it. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. The the community is angry and they have a right to be angry. But I think everybody listens to listen needs to listen to each other. And we need to protect our freedoms. And right now we need to protect the freedoms of women in the US and also 
stand guard over here in Canada of our freedoms here. There's bigger fish to fry. I'm sorry. There's bigger fish to fry than this. Yeah. I'm sorry. There just is. And on top of that, as a trans person who is in transition to becoming a woman, don't you want to be amongst women who are willing to accept you and you accept them? Mm -hmm. Like, isn't that the overall goal of the movement? Is to, you know, be included and to have a safe space, you know, um, Hey, you know what? Hey, the world that we live in right now, there's so much more that we have to worry about than sis over here trying to, trying to, you know, steal the title of woman. Okay. There's so much more to life right now. I'm sorry. There just is. But you know what, Jeanette? I want to move on. Yes. I wanted to move on into the call of the call of yes, and we have not done the call out in a hot minute, but mm. we are doing it tonight, and this is when me and Jeanette we take turns putting each other in the hot seat with just different random questions. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to try to keep this part, this segment, a little short because our workout yes. is going to be on and popping. But anywho, mm. let's go into the question. So my question is, if the, if there was one thing or one subject, I should say, that you could teach to all Black people, what would it be? Give go me ahead. a chance to think about that. So the one subject that I would want to teach to all Black people is finance mm-hmm. finance 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 there's so many black people out here who do not have an understanding of finances they don't have an understanding of credit they mortgages mortgage rates um <clears throat> you know budgeting this is not something that i i felt was ever really taught in school mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. It, it was very generalized in certain in certain subjects, but other than that, you know, you you were taught how to add, subtract, multiply, divide, mm-hmm. but they never sat down and told you about credit and how yeah. to attain it and keep it and and uh, have it increase um, and how to budget and how to manage money. And I feel like you know. Um, Money in general, for me, many years ago, I started looking into this whole concept of money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to come out of that uh, poor man's way of looking at money. Um, mm-hmm. And I say that because the richest people that I know, you would never know they're rich. You would never know that they're wealthy. You'd never know that they have houses all over the city. You would ne- You would never know because... They don't look at money in the same way. They mm-hmm. look at it as a tool and that's it. The, a tool to get from one maybe income bracket to another. Uh, not the way that we see portrayed all around us in our culture of what money is supposed to look like. Another person who I've started listening to with this money talk is Shaq. Believe it or mm-hmm. not, Shaq has yeah. a lot of very... Um, positive, inspiring, and motivating thoughts about money and just the concepts of money. I'm not talking about going out there spending money. No, as a matter of fact, 
if you listen to him on different podcasts, he'll he'll give you an example. He'll take a piece of paper, he'll break it in half, and he'll say, now someone who's rich, they'll take half of this paper and save it, and the other half they'll blow. Someone who's wealthy will take that half of a half and split it in half and continue to put that in another savings mm-hmm. and only rock with a quarter. Mm. Um, so just different things that I've heard him say. And I, you know, I feel like as black people, it's a topic that should be addressed because sometimes it's at our denture, our detriment where we don't understand it to the real effect where it can help us and elevate us. Um, also, you know, if we did, maybe we could have our own institutions. We could have, yeah, it own- is, it's, it's towards the path of economic freedom. So exactly. Yeah, and I feel mm-hmm. like the very basics of what it's about, you know, is, is lacking in our communities, you know, I, and I find that sometimes, you know, black people who do know, they don't spread the word. Yeah. I think they that's just, the problem. Yeah. They, they just hold on tight to it. And that's that. So that would be something that I would want to teach if I could, you know, yeah, that's, um, a, that's pretty much the same answer I was going to have. I knew right away when he asked me, that was actually going to be, it was going to be financial literacy. Right. It's very important. Um, <clears throat> but I, I will say that I was kind of tied with another mm-hmm. one. And the other thing is emotional um, stability. Is that emotional... something that's taught or? <laughs> no, I think it needs to be taught. I do. How can because that be there's taught? some That's people who are just not emotionally stable enough in certain relationships to really have those relationships thrive, you know, and to be a safe space. But those that's why I was kind of toiling with the two, but I knew for sure with the finances. But so okay, mm-hmm. that's my question. That was okay, wrapped before up. Real I, yeah, quick and before I place. ask my question, I'd ask you my question. I was just going to recommend a podcast called Earn Your Leisure um, to our listeners. It's pretty popular. It's on Charlemagne's Black Effect Network. And it's all about Black people's educating Black people on investing and saving and wealth and economic freedom. So wanted to call that out since we were talking about it. It's a really nice. good resource. Um, Charlemagne, yeah, do something good, Ronia. So good. <laughs> um. So my question was very light and fun. What is your favorite childhood TV show? Ooh. There's so many. Well, I guess what you can remember. There's so many now that I asked you the question. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but there's actually so many. I, I the... There's definitely a few for me. Okay. I'm just going to list out a few. I know I shouldn't have been watching this, but Arsenio Hall. Arsenio yeah, Hall show was, a good one. was the bomb.com. Yeah. I don't care what nobody wants to tell me. Second was In Living <laughs> Color. In Living Color was oh my God. the show Living Color of the day. Like, I had to. <laughs> I had to. Okay? Like, I couldn't go. Remember, and I remember everybody, like, we had the class clown who would be playing. Yes. And you don't play that. The clown. So yeah, we don't play that, and the guy would well, have the sock. Lawanda. And- <laughs> it was like I'm in Living Color was the classic. Like that was classic. The, that was the dopest show. I still remember to this day. Like I can remember different scenes. 
you know, uh, anyhow, anyhow. So, so you I were not watching child appropriate. No, well, ch- content. no, I wasn't. I'll be honest. No, me um, neither. I like, I know, I was never people. like my parents worked late in the night. My mom worked yeah. nights, and my dad worked <laughs> late, so I didn't have a lot of supervision. So I actually did watch a lot of things that I wasn't supposed to watch. Um, but if we do you remember go Elf? with the, do you remember Elf? Yeah. Oh, Elf? that was my show. Elf was my show. Okay, he Elf was supposed was to be like, like a Martian or some something. He was funny as hell. Like he was so he funny, was so sarcastic. <laughs> he, he, I remember though, but that's a more child appropriate show, I guess. Uh, yeah, that was a family but, show. Yeah, and then there was um, also you know the Cosby Show, Facts Cosby. of Life. Yeah, you know, yep. um, like these were shows that. And what happened? We used to dominate the TV. We we used to dominate yeah, the, TV. the TV. Oh yeah. So when okay, so I'll name. I'll throw a few that um jump out. And okay, so one that's not child appropriate since we're talking about the non-child child <laughs> theme shows. But I it was a child watching this was uh, married with children. Yep. But <laughs> there is also um Pinky in the Brain. Yes. Shouldn't have been um, watching that me. Yes, me too. Mm-hmm. There was okay, a cartoon. There was this cartoon, I can't remember the name of it, but remember they had like a raccoon and then they had like these weird characters. It was a cartoon. I just remember the raccoon in Teddy, the cartoon. Teddy Ruxpin? Teddy Ruxpin? May- no. Maybe. Is it Teddy? But Teddy Ruxpin I don't know if it was that. And then there was like the one where they had like um obviously Smurfs and then there's another bears? Car- Care Bears, yep, yeah. Care Bears, Care Bears. Um and then ooh, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna name a classic one as a kid. Saved by the Bell on Saturdays. Saved by la- the Bell. Saved by that the Bell was, was a classic. I used that to love Slater, man. I used to think he was so hot. I was like yeah, Slater. I, so I, swore, cool. I was like Slater. And because he had curly hair, I like yep. by association, I'm like, yeah, he's a black character. <laughs> yep, he's a black character. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. then I have one last cart I have one last cartoon that I really loved. And that was Beetlejuice. Because I was obsessed Beetle with the movie. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I won't say it three times. Don't um, say it three times, because I was so obsessed with the movie. No, I'm and then when there's a cartoon when I was a kid. That's enough. Um so yeah. You know so, what anyway, another that one was, that really scared me was which Candy one is Man. That? Candyman. I, I know they had a Candyman. Candyman. Are you talking about the yeah. movie? There, there was there a cartoon. I remember the first movie. They came up with the second the other. Yeah, day, I saw the I second the one because one. um, my favorite actor or one of my favorite actors is in that. Yaya Mateen is in that, so I made sure I went to the theater to watch that shit. <laughs> I was like, Yaya's <laughs> in it. <laughs> His shirt those comes off. Days, man, those those. Oh, six. and Tales from the Crypt Keeper. I mean, remember yes. YTV? YTV the had Vampire all. The shows. Remember Buffy? Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yup. And then, oh, Where in the World is Carmen Sandy? Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? That was another one I loved. Oh, okay, I have one. This is how we have to end it. We have to end this one because it was a local one. Ghost Rider. Yup. Yup. Ghost Rider was my shit after school. I was was filling out those clues. Like... (laughs) Drop me them clues. Drop me them clues. You have it. We were having too much fun. I think, yeah, we're good. That was a good one. It was really good. Yes. Memory lane. Yes. So, well, with that being said, all that fun, we'll just carry it on into the workout.
Yes, this is where we work out our hearts and exercise our mental fitness, doing deep dive discussions on different issues that are impacting our culture. And so one particular uh, topic that I wanted to discuss was this viral video. Okay, this is this viral video. I had to watch it in its entirety because mm. I could not <laughs> understand. So this vi- this viral video is of a mother who is dragging her baby father of her fourth child. Let's just put that out there. Her mm. fourth child over only feeding his son. So, okay. Now, when I watch this video, this man rolls up in his car, comes to an establishment, it looks like. It didn't look like an apartment or anything like that. Comes to this establishment with, an, with lunch for his child. And the baby mother is getting on steak in at his treat. Oh, mm-hmm. why did you come here with one meal? One That doesn't look like you can feed all my kids. And my child, that child can't have that. It's, and then he was saying, I came here to drop off my child something. Why am I responsible for the other three that you got? Right? And so her response back was, well, he is the sibling of these other kids. And it's not going to look right or be right that you roll up in here with McDonald's for the one child and the other kids mm. can't get none. You know? And here's my thing with this whole video because I had to watch it in full. Now, the black man had a lot of good points. I must say, I'm going to give it to him because he could have just went off at the neck. A lot of black men I know would have just got, took the food, got in their car and dipped. Okay. Cause mm-hmm. they don't want to have to stand on old street corner, having this out with you and having their child have to hear that. So she's going off and I can understand her perspective, but they're not mm-hmm. his children. Mm-hmm. So let's discuss this, Jeanette, because I'm sure you saw the video. What did mm-hmm. you what did you think about this mother and her behavior in the viral video? First of all, okay, we we don't have all the context. All we have is this video. So me going on the video that I saw, I mean, she should have told him bring bring five kids meals or or four kids meals like or don't bring nothing because if you say bring food for your son then he's going to bring food for his son right you know what i mean so it's like a communic to me it's like a communic i don't know what the communication was because i could easily see a mother saying oh can just bring food for your son right Mm -hmm. and he's going to take it as okay even though she has four kids she said bring food for my son so i'm bringing food for my son right it be right. like, did she say bring food for my for the kids? Right. I don't well, know. In the video, this is why I I watched the entire video. It's about a four and a half minute video, and in the video, she says that she's not getting her food stamps mm-hmm. until the eleventh of July. Mm. So that's you know, if you're gonna come with food, you have to come and feed all of them and not just the one. Mm. Now, I'm torn. I'll just be straight up. I'm torn. First of Mm -hmm. all, he didn't have four kids with you. He had Mm -hmm. one. Okay? Mm -hmm. He had one child. Now, if in the kindness of his heart, he wants to 
bring food bring for groceries. the other children, then mm-hmm. I think he should do that. And you should let him. However, he only had one child with you. And where I sided with the black man was he said, they're your responsibility, not mine. Mm-hmm. So if you know that I'm going to bring food for my son, then you should supply your children with food. Or don't have, give me my son so that mm-hmm. I can go and, and, and have lunch with him. Um, yeah, because if, if you're saying like the whole food stamp thing, right? First of all, if you don't have food stamps, you should be telling him to buy groceries and not stopping at the local fast food joint to bring a meal. Because even if he brought a meal for everybody, it's still only a meal, one meal for that day. It would have been better for you to ask him either to give you $100 or to give you, bring groceries. The same amount of money that that he spent on that meal, she could have made a whole spaghetti meal for her and her kids. There you the go. They could hold them for two, a couple of days. Okay. So the reason why I brought up the food stamp part was that I want to show a perspective here. Now, here's a woman who has four children. She obviously is not making an income that could suffice to raise all four children. And therefore she's on food stamps. Now, When you laid down and you had one, two, three children, you didn't say at no point, should I stop? I can't afford the three that I got, but I'm going to have another. Now, I'm not trying to say she shouldn't have as many kids as she wants to, Mm -hmm. but you should be able to afford them. You should be able to provide them with food. You shouldn't have to look to food stamps. Mm. But okay, or but better plan, even if you have to use a food stamps, but like plan, like come on, like this plan is for poor it. planning. If you, you know should, and that's where your I food stamps come at a certain this. time. Exactly, mm-hmm. that's where I stand with the black man on this. Like his responsibility is his one child, and he is he is doing that. So why are you now gonna take away? From your child, that's his, the opportunity of enjoying the McDonald's meal. So he can't have it because you have three other kids. So your son can't have that McDonald's meal because you have three other children. When that, when did that become your last child's problem? Yes, that's my but thing, I also feel right? like it's ta- like I, I I hear you. I agree, but it's also. I even I know you don't have this situation, but or, or but you know you have friends or whatever where they have step siblings and stuff, and it does create a toxic environment when when one kid's father is more active sure and present, does. and then and they so their siblings will basically be on them and maybe treat them different and tease them and they think sure because will. really they're just jealous. So it's a in a way it's better for her to not let him have that food because it's going to create a bad, unless you were to cut it up and share, but you can't, and yeah, this I don't is know where to share I'm <laughs> And because mm. as a mother, I understand what she's saying. It's mm. not right for her to allow one child to enjoy that meal and not the other ones. Mm. Mm-hmm. I understand that. And I agree with her on that, but where we, where my agreeance stops is that 
why does every man thereafter that you have children with have to pick up the other three? They didn't have yeah, those that's, children. Well, hey, that's the argument. And you didn't stop having children neither. You couldn't afford to have mm. those children, but you kept having children. So that's fine. That's cool. What you should have done is send your child with his father for lunch. They go out. Yes. Come pick up your son and take him out. That's what you should have done. Because I don't mm -hmm. think that it's entirely fair that that child gets to miss out now. You know, because that small child missing out for a decision that his mother made, not just in this situation of not giving mm -hmm. the other kids the food, but you made the decision to keep having children that you couldn't afford to now where I can't have a McDonald's meal that my dad brings me. So that's not fair either. Yeah. So I, I, I think the best solution would have been come draw for your kid. Come drop yeah, your in this, kid. In this case, without context, I feel like it would have, in his case, for, so it wouldn't look so bad. Because like, it does look bad that he just brought the meal, like one meal. You know what I it mean? It does but look bad. And I think come, he should have think, just came for his son. Yeah, just he should have just son and pick take him your up, kid and, yeah. Go off and have a good old funky time. It's bad mm -hmm. enough that, that you're taking up your child and the other three's parent fathers are not coming for them. It's bad mm. enough, but at least mm. you go with your child. Your child will get to have that, that experience or have that food or whatever the case might be. But I'll mm. say, you know, me and my fiance, he's a single father and I'm a single mother. Before, mm -hmm. We're not married yet. So we're in the midst and from get go from rip, I already let him know what my standards are. And as a woman, mm with a child, there's no way in this world that any man is going to come into my life and think he's going to feed me and not my child. Or he's going to mm. feed his child and not my child. There's no way. Mm -hmm. So there's, it's food we're talking about here. It's something that you yeah, eat right? and you shit out. So really mm -hmm. you should have just draw for your child and go take him where you wanted to, or you should have bring the five hamburgers or four hamburgers That's or whatever. It. And give the babies the food. Now, it's where it's, I think mm. she's wrong, why mm. do you have to talk to the man like that? Why are you mm. cussing him out mm -hmm. on the street? See, this is where the catch-22 comes about, is that half the time as black women, we're saying, man's them don't do nothing for the youth them. Mm -hmm. And when they do something for the youth them, you want to rail them up on the street corner. So you see, there has to be there has to be a a, a, a medium here, you know. There has to be yeah, a medium here. Yeah, and I here. think she she again, like we said, like there's a point. Like we both of them have a point in this crazy story that's like super crazy. I'm still not sure if it's real or not, but let's go with it being real. Um, she obviously has a problem with selecting. Outside of, you know, she, she has four kids and it looks like she can't really afford the four kids if you're begging people to bring food for them. But also, like, selecting your child's father, like, and we know she's obviously not being picky, again, because she has, her kids have different Thank fathers, you. right? But it's like, if you're going to lay down with somebody and not use protection and know there's a chance to have a child, why don't you, like, be conscious of who that is? 
because this person too is this man, this person, the man who brought the meal. There's only two categories that he can fall in. Either Mm -hmm. he's too broke to buy four kid meals Mm -hmm. or he's too petty to buy four kids meals. Either way, both of them is not a good selection in having a child with. But here's a nuanced question I wanted to ask you off of this. Now, should he... Now, if he was with her, mm-hmm. it looks like they're not together. No, no. In this be. video. Um, no. If he was with her, I agree that he should pay for her children. Of course. If they're in a relationship and right? he wasn't buying her the kids food i'd be like lady like i i would still turn back on her and be like are you dumb like this is who you're right this is your... <laughs> like i would still blame her because if right? they're together and he did it oh lord that's even worse that's even now, worse okay, yeah. should he technically be doing it if he's not with her that's the thing it's hard i can't you honestly i can't i i can't say that no because it again it comes down to if he in his heart said, oh, the lady says she doesn't have any food. So that means my child that's with her doesn't have a f- any food. I'm going to get him food. Unless she tells him, don't bring it, don't bring it unless you're going to bring four meals. Then he's just doing what he thinks he should do for his child. So I can't wrong him. I can't this really wrong food. him. For bringing one meal, I don't know the context. Like, did you explicitly tell him to bring four meals? Because right. there's some people, men, especially men, they're just so one-track minded. Unless you tell them. Mm-hmm. He's just thinking, I need, like, you know what I mean? He's not thinking about those yeah. kids because they're not his kids. He's just not thinking. He's thinking about his child. That's it. So if you want him to think of your kids, then tell him. Well, he doesn't, he's not obligated. Thing. He doesn't have Even to. Even if doesn't you have do, to. but is he obligated? He's not obligated, no. He's not. So but here's where, so what it really is, he's not obligated. They're not his children. They're not his responsibility. So this would be purely out of the goodness of his heart. Yes. A good person would do it. Yes. Right. So when he's standing up ordering the food, he's saying, put four more burgers in there. Yes, please. And again, I'm just thinking, even if, like I said, if he didn't grow up in a mixed household where you have mixed fa- blended family, you know, we all know we're black people. We all have family members who are in that situation and you know it's yeah. not good when some of the siblings or dad is involved and it's not. So to create a healthy environment, you just don't have that put a target on his back by giving him all these great things and the siblings will be there jealous and, and you know, treating them bad because of that, because they're jealous. And mm-hmm. this is food, like he said. It's not, we're not talking about gifts or nothing. It's food. Like, it's fast McDonald's. Buy $1 in the States, especially in the States. Buy $1, buy five, four $1 burgers and a couple of fries. They'll, they're good. They're kids. Like, you know? Right. Right. Now, my next nuanced question is, was it appropriate for her to handle this like this? I think it's a, she shouldn't have videotaped this and put it on the internet because at the end but of the even day, to even get though she, she, um, again, I don't know what was communicated. I think it all comes down to what was communicated. If she told him to bring, say, I this is how I'm picturing it happened. She was saying something about food stamps and said your kid is hungry, and he said, oh, he's hungry. I'll bring him food. And so, as a simple-minded man who's just you know they're one-track minded. 
if you don't tell them any different, they're just going to be focused on the problem and that my kid needs food, right? Right. Unless you tell him, my kids, the kids need food. Can you buy groceries for us or give me $150 to buy groceries? Then what else do you expect? And then so I put it on her. It all comes down to how what was communicated. And because I don't know that, I don't want to rail her up too much. But she she already, like, he doesn't look great, but she doesn't look good either. She, re- you know what well, I mean? Like, I, her even... Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. She was trying to put it... She, she was trying to put the man on blast, but she really put herself on blast, to be honest. <laughs> she sure did. She told us that she's getting <laughs> on the 11th of July. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess I look at things sometimes from a different perspective, being that mm-hmm. I was, like, I am a single mom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there comes a time where as a single mom, you realize you are all you really got mm. in terms of raising this child, right? And now for me, I lucked out. God blessed me with good support system, you know? Um, but there's times where you realize that it's only you out here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, with that being said, I don't know if I would put myself in a position where I would have to have any sort of conversation about the child not eating. Right. You know, or this is food here. Food. Yeah. Right. Like, I think I would have gone to a food bank. Mm. I called you up for food. Mm-hmm. You understand? Um, if I'm calling you up, it's not for food. It's give me money, bro. Okay. <laughs> give me the money for the picnic. See me? <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's the conversation we'd be having. And how I choose to handle that money is, you know, a different, that's my business. And yeah. Because out. look what his idea was food, of food was. He went and bought McDonald's. Like, Right. So <clears throat> I don't, I don't see, you know, myself being comfortable in that position to even put that on him like that. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's his child. I get it. But then you need to call and ask for money so you could buy groceries until you get your food stamps. You're giving the child McDonald's where there's no substance in the food. So even if he brought McDonald's for all your children, that's one meal. That's just one meal. Yeah, so she's what already about the next meal? Yeah, groceries. Because children, is a let me tell you something about children. Children, they eat you out of house and home, bro. When I was young and I heard that, I never really could understand it. But when you, because when children are growing, they need to eat. Mm-hmm. And if you're a parent that wants them to eat healthy, they're eating all the time. <laughs> yes, time. There's more times, you know when I was on maternity leave, for instance, and I just felt like I was constantly cooking, like I was constantly, like the food just kept coming. Like, (laughs) like that was our only, you know, the next step to eat or what's for lunch. Mm -hmm. Like by the time I finished breakfast, I'm already thinking about lunch. So like the kids are (sighs) eating all the time. So that's only one meal, bro. So I don't know, you know, if you should really be, carrying on like this with this man on the street corner when you know you don't even have the next meal planned hmm. even if he did bring it you know what i'm saying like 
what about tomorrow? The 11th isn't till Monday, bro. So, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I don't know. But hey, hey, kudos to you, girl. You want to you wanna cuss your baby father out on the street, put him on blast like that? Really? Now your children have to hear that? Because I also strongly believe that there's certain things that children just shouldn't know about. There's certain things that children just shouldn't hear. Where their next meal is coming from is one of those conversations they just shouldn't know about. They don't put a child in a position where they have to worry if they're going to yeah. have another meal. Yeah. That they have to hear you carrying on over food. And not only that, but the kids done heard that there was McDonald's outside. You understand? <laughs> like you just put everything on blast. So you might have thought that you were doing good, you know, but you put it so on blast that the kids already know about it. So how good were you doing? You know, I don't know. I don't know. That's up to interpretation. But with all that being said, let's try to bring this around to some positivity <laughs> up in here. And that is, you know, uh, Jesus fed thousands with one loaf of bread and some fish. Food is just substance and nourishment to another day. We should look at it as such. Help your fellow man. Understand your fellow man. Give some grace and courtesy and mercy to your fellow man. You know, uh, whether you're a transgender up here, okay? Or you're a baby daddy bringing McDonald's for your child. Have some grace. Buy the extra. Buy the extra burgers. Just <laughs> buy the damn dollar burgers at the. Shoot, actually, take your ass to the grocery store. Take your ass to the grocery store. No, the grocery store, grocery store is true. Food. Yeah. Shoot, that's yeah. what you should have done. But anyways, we all live and we all learn, and that's the whole point in this game called life. So we're gonna keep it moving. Yes. Yeah, so we do hope that your hearts and your minds were activated on this week's show. Whether you lead with your heart or your mind, please stay passionate and thoughtful, everyone. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.